Greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to World of Heart 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, welcoming you to another session of our Dragon's Demand run-through. Before we begin, I just want to let everybody know that it looks like the show is going to be having some changes coming down the pike. You know, changes aren't always a bad thing. I know sometimes you're unprepared and there's never a good time for bad news. I remember when this whole COVID thing first cropped up, everybody across the country was probably looking at it and saying, well, I think it's going to stay over there. I think it's going to only hit that state. It's never really going to affect us personally. And we watched as this thing slowly encroached from the East Coast, making its way towards the West Coast. And then even here in Southern California, you could hear that there were several schools and places that were shutting down and it just became danger close, danger close, danger close to the point where eventually even the schools here shut down and everything went into this big quarantine lockdown mode. And I think I was explaining to somebody later or earlier this week how when when all this started happening, we had recorded a bunch of episodes of the Carrion Crown, and they were they were kind of nestled away, and it was it was saved up for if we had a holiday or somebody couldn't make it that week. But when all the non-essential businesses got closed down, I had to start dropping these episodes, and eventually we had nothing left in the can, and it was either let the show basically die on the vine or take it to another venue which was what we're doing now through the virtual eye of destiny and that's what we did we started running the show via zoom and i know that that was a change that nobody was prepared for and that was one of those changes that it was basically taking the lesser of two evils either run the show or don't run the show and wanting to run the show and keep providing material for everybody it was challenging for us as players as well because it's not the venue we're used to performing in. I know several of the hard slingers found it very difficult to, and they still do, to play via the internet. I know coming back from the old, old days, uh, it's not as bad because back then we used nothing but theater of the mind. We didn't use the maps and minis back then, so I think a lot of the, the newer players that are on the table are used to seeing the maps and the minis and, and getting that, that feel. But as I said before, at the end of the day, when you're producing a podcast and it's all audio, it has to be able to be presented to a listening audience, not just a visual audience. So it does have to present itself in a theater of the mind format. And that's, that's how we've been running this. Well, it looks like we're going to be losing another one of our hard slingers, and it's not through any choice of, of not doing well. I mean, he's got a, an excellent job opportunity, and I would never hold anybody back from that. We're going to have him until the end of March, which is still not long enough. We're going to come back for you. He will eventually return to the show. That's what he wants to do, and the, the seat will always be open around the table of judgment, and the rage room welcomes him. On another note, we will be adding a guest player in the ad hoc seat, and his name is Ryan, and he will be joining the show soon. So I want everybody to give him a nice warm welcome when you hear his voice, and let's make him feel like part of the show. Uh, as always, and I, I think I say at the beginning of this show, don't forget, find us on any of our social media footprints, uh, whatever podcast app you listen to the show on, leave us that five-star rating and review. The analytics really help the show out. Uh, don't forget, find us on YouTube at Roll the Hard 20. We're there too. And I think that's just about it, other than warming up our dice and topping off our glasses. Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode 8 of our Dragon's Demand run through Pit Stop. Remember, don't be afraid to change. It happens to everybody. Look at me, man. I'm, I'm getting old. I'm changing. Changing before your eyes. This intro has been way too long. Holy shit, I'm old. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations on that is, is out. You don't have to worry. <laughs> yeah, I think we're white. We're, there's never a statute of limitations. <laughs> right or die. White it's probably like three days. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, Nick? Good. How you doing? Good. Koosh, how you doing? I'm good. Hey, can you turn up your mic, Nick? Yeah, I can just... 
Junior, say a few pleasant things for the man. Say something nice to the man, Swede. Oh, yeah. That I'm going to tear off your That's head much better. shit down your neck. <laughs> Higher. <sighs> Negative, Johansson. Fall out. Say it again, Nick. Does that sound a little better? Yeah, that sounds much better. Yep. Okay. Sorry about missing last week, gentlemen. My fellow slingers had a rough week. Everybody back up to speed. Breathing deep, breathing easy. Breathing. Right. Well, greetings, fellow slingers. Uh, before we begin, though, I want to remind all of our listeners out there how important it is to leave us that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. I've said it a hundred times. I'll say it a hundred more that the analytics that Apple and Google use to help for our show really help bolster our our ratings and make us available to other people. Also get your ass on over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel at roll the hard 20. We're out there. Find us. You could see our beautiful faces and you get to see it unedited. Yeah. It's all over there. You get it hot and sloppy. So get sloppy for me. Koosh. (laughs) (laughs) I'll work on it. I end up at the end of the session. Also, if you want to help out the show, and believe me, the show can always use some help, head on over to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. Junior, tell me about it. For a dollar a day? A month. Not a dollar a day. Listen, (laughs) Sally Struthers. I'm trying to boost it up. For a dollar a day. (laughs) It's it's a dollar a month. (laughs) Or you could help out Sally Struthers. The choice is yours. Um you know, I, uh, I dropped a short info last week as far as uh, we're going to start bringing that Rolling for 20 back, that venue. And everybody, you're all going to be part of it at some point. We're all going to talk about something just basically for 20 minutes where we digress over some kind of a, of a goofy rule or a, or a weapon or a spell or how you've used it in actual play. And uh, I got to say, I'm really looking forward to that as well. Also, in other news, in an effort to stave off the eminent recall of Governor Newsom, which I, for one, have signed for. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> we're actually starting to see that us Californians are beginning to be released from our confines of our canary cages. And you know what that means? That's right. Let's start warming up those mics around the table of judgment in the rage room. Yeah. Let's hear it, dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, perhaps we can even get Eric to come back, which I'm hoping. I've uh, been in talks with him, and we're hoping to get him back before another one of our sad, sad news approaches us within the end of March. We'll tell you about that when we get closer to it. Um, well, I guess uh, that's it for our list of demands, except for the final demand, the dragon's demand. So once again... I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, and my fellow hard slingers. Let's do it. Yeah, welcoming you once again. So, when we last left off on episode seven, we find all of you on the other side of a large trough of green acidic sludge. And as if that wasn't bad enough, it would seem that the raven from the persuasion uh, chamber further up inside the tower uh, had turned into a rat and attempted to thwart your progress deeper into the ruins of this tower. Griswold, you went toe-to-toe with this creature, but it's anyone's guess as to whether or not your thorn whip uh, managed to, to take this thing out. You hit it, possibly, you heard it squeak, heard it squeal, and then it suddenly got quiet. Eventually, the rest of the group you guys found yourself on a uh, an L-shaped landing uh, in front of a single steel door in the southern wall. And that is where we will pick up episode eight. Did anyone try to open the door? No, actually, nobody did. Or maybe was, you did. Did I you guys try? Did. Yeah, you guys, I think you guys tried it and it was unlocked. Oh, okay. So you see the the door opens up and before you is a hallway 10 feet wide heading south for approximately 40 feet 
before you see it veer to the east. What how, would you how like? wide how wide's the hall? It's ten feet wide. Okay. Do we I don't remember what's our um are we still all stacked up against the door? Yeah, you guys haven't given me a marching order or <clears throat> said who's going first or second. I don't even <laughs> remember who opened that door. I think I opened the door. I think you did, Griswold. Uh, all right, I'll go behind uh, Griswold. Okay. Sirkin, what are you doing? Um, just waiting for the door to be opened, so I'll be, I'll be third. Third. And Sebi can hold my back and just... Yeah. Hold me closer. Like that, that bowling ball you were talking about? Peeling that peach? <laughs> I'm so here, you see little this, guy. this stone hallway. <laughs> 10 feet wide, stretching down 40 feet. Tell me what you wish to do. Now that you guys have established, you guys are all in a train. The human centipede. Uh... <laughs> hmm. Uh, you, so, you said it goes... Up a few feet and then it goes veers up to the east, right? It goes forty feet. Forty feet and then veers to the east. Then it then it curves towards the east. Okay. Like makes a sharp turn to the east. Okay. Um well I'd like to lead the party up those forty feet and then try and look around the corner towards the east. Okay, as you lead your band of merry men down this southern corridor, get to the edge of the corner and take a peek, and you see that there's this long, long corridor. It's 150 feet, still 10 feet wide, and it dead ends at a single door, single metal door. Okay. Um, yeah, if it looks safe enough, then I'm just going to keep leading the party forward towards the door. Okay. Everybody on board with that? On board. Yep. I'm down. All right. So you guys start making your way east. 10 feet, 20, 30, 50, 60, 100, 120, 140, 150. As you get closer to this door at the 150 mark, you see a small barred window that's inside of this iron door that you're facing. And it's approximately five feet off the ground. So it's five feet of stone and then a door. No, the window. No, no, window. Oh, the window. The window door. Okay. With a barred uh, portcullis looking view, whatever, uh, that is five feet off the ground. Okay. I thought you meant the door was five feet off the ground. Okay. The window's five feet off the ground. Yeah. Well, I, I'm a halfling. I can't see shit. So. I'm not tall enough to see through it either. Uh... I think I'm the only one that's tall enough to actually see it. You are. Yeah, probably. You give Stabby a boost, though. One of, one of the dwarves. <laughs> can I get on somebody's shoulders? I'll welcome you. You can come out the Is face. that crotch to mouth, though? Or <laughs> how you get on the shoulders? <laughs> Keeps bumping my head. Oh, I shouldn't have had so many beans for lunch. <laughs> uh, in that case, I'd like to try to peek into the window, see if I can see anything. Okay. As you look through the, these bars and through this little window you see in front of you a uh, a 10 foot square room with a door on the opposite side but there is no window in the other door okay i relate to the group seems like a small room uh let's just try to open the door uh there's another door on the other side so let's just try to keep going forward does this door have a lock yeah i was gonna ask there's a handle, and it looks like there is a lock next to the handle. I'll I'll try the door first, see if it's unlocked. It is locked. So damn it, we're out of luck. We gotta <laughs> go back. back. Go home. We gotta go back. <laughs> so I would like to pick that lock. I can pick that lock in one turn. Love confidence. I like. It. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay. We'll I go like, and make your next like check spirit. on that. Let's see what you got there, handsome. Seventeen. Seventeen. It does not disengage. 
Uh, you want to a second turn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, can I? Um, can I give it one more try? I'll give you one more try. Ugh. Nine. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Uh, hmm. Does this look like one of the locks that we can open with? Uh, wait, did we get a key? I'm trying no. to remember. I don't remember getting a key, but I remember we had. Oh wait, we did get a key. Yeah, we, Didn't we, we did. Who right? found it? We should I think try using it now. <laughs> yeah, it was on the bench, I believe. Um, I don't know who picked it up. I don't know who has it. I assume the rogue has it. It was actually with the bones of the individual that was in the Iron Maiden. In the Iron Maiden, that's where it was. Oh uh, yeah. Oh wait, who went into that? Into what? Iron Maiden. To get the to get the. The bones. No, somebody somebody opened it. Yeah, I think I went up to it, but I don't remember if I. I assume if you went up to it, you probably opened it up. To... No, you guys did open it. Yeah, we opened it, yeah. but I, I don't remember... remember exactly who. And I think that the the Raven had told you that he was like a guard or something like that, or the head the head guard, yeah. something to that effect. Yeah, I think I think you have it, Flynn. All right, Flint will try the key that he uh, grabbed out of the Iron Maiden. Okay. And insert it into the keyhole. Okay. Slides in, and it feels like it, it's made for it. All right, turn the key and try to open the door. Okay, you hear the lock disengage. I turn around to everyone else, but like, it worked. Stop <laughs> 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 I got the key. All right. Um, One turn. Open the door and uh, step inside the next room. What okay. do I see? You see, uh, like what I explained to Sirkin, you're in a 10-foot squared room, completely unadorned, with a metal door opposite on the other side. Okay. I'll step forward into the room to allow uh, passage to my comrades. Okay. Yeah, Once I'll follow in. Yep. Follow. Uh, anything else in this Where room? Where you at, um, I'll, I'll follow. Uh, before I do that, I'd, I'd like to just um, kind of do a perception check in that room and, and see, Are there, is it solid walls? They look um, like they're solid walls all about you. Tell, okay, me, so tell me what you want to do. No holes on the floor or anything like that? Make a perception check of whatever it is you're, you're trying to... I'm just trying to see if this room is, is it truly a solid square room or is there holes that might allow in water or something else that. Oh, okay. So tell me the the way you want to check and. Um, I want to look down. Your yep. Uh, I want to look down um, at the floor where the wall meets the floor and see okay. if solid. It's 10. Tim, it looks solid. All right, I'll I'll move into the middle of the room, along with the rest of my merry men. After a few moments, you hear this omnipotent, booming voice that seems to emanate from all inside this this ten foot square room. It says, "Please close the door before proceeding with the passphrase." And it just it echoes. We know a passphrase in in the group. I don't, I don't know if we know one. I mean, I know I don't know one <laughs> as a player. So, uh, close the door. All right, let's close the door. Please proceed with the passphrase. Phrase, phrase, phrase. I think I had this one. Let's see if it works. Where did I write it down, though? Give me a second. I have a feeling it might be still kind of talking to the group. Uh, what did the stupid raven tell us? Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you'd tell me. Pain, pain, <sighs> pain uh, cleanses the the soul, and something cleanses something the else, or mind, or something pain like that. Pain clears the mind, and oh shit. I mean, that's um, the only one I got that I could think of. Yeah, it was like pain. Oh, I feel like it's close, man. 
Zirkin, what do you think? Oh, wait. Confession clears the soul. Pain Ooh. clears the mind. There you go. And with confidence, I'll say it out loud. Is that your final answer? Wait, change it quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a multiple guess. Uh, yes, that's my final answer. You ever make a deck save as the floor beneath you opens wide? Oh, ah. my God. That is 16. Stubby. 21. Flint. 19. Sirkin. 16. Griswold. 2 minus 1. So 1. The floor (laughs) opens up, and the three of you actually manage to jump back and grab the lip of the door that you just passed through. As you watch Griswold fall down 10 feet and take six points of falling damage oh as he god. lays in this pit 10 feet below. Oh god. I knew there was something about this freaking room. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, he's six he's six feet. Is he uh um, ten feet down? Ten feet down. He took six feet. points of damage, ten feet down. Um, <laughs> can oh, we man. see what the the pit looks like in the bottom? Is it it's just a flat pit? It looks like jagged rocks down there. You see what appears to be two skeletons at uh their bodies are at <laughs> obtuse angles to themselves. Don't worry about me. I think this uh, skeletal pelvis broke my fall. <laughs> For the record, her pelvis was broke before I came over tonight. <laughs> well, while you're down there, do you see any use of those two bodies down there? Uh, no. <laughs> Did you craft a ladder from the bones? <laughs> well, well, Drew, you must be able to do something. Check in with me. Check in with me four hours from now when I complete the ladder, and I'll let you know. <laughs> is um, is there any room for us to climb? There's plenty and, of room down there for all of you. Well, not not to go down, <laughs> but to climb up and and stand at least where we're. There's like on. a six inch ledge around the room that mm-hmm. goes all the way around the room. Okay. It's like most, one of those. Yeah, where the door, where the floor most likely will probably reset shortly. Okay. Oh. oh, shortly, huh? Um, well, the skeletons were already down there. You know it eventually. Yeah, close up. Yeah, I'll come back up. We okay. need to get Griswold out of there. Yeah. Don't have- uh, can Flint make an attempt to try to get up on the ledge? Yeah, make an acrobatics check. Knew it was going to be this. It's going to be the you horrible one. Be. I knew it. Come on, baby. Does it look like there's anything to like hold on to to climb out or no? All right. Didn't do bad. I got an 18. 18? So you're on the ledge. Are you trying to climb up on top of it? I'm trying to get on top of the ledge. You said we were just grabbing on or holding onto the ledge yeah, right by where our hands. The, right where the door was at before, like that, okay. that led you in. The door is still like right in front of you. You managed to pop up and you're kind of scampering along however you managed to do that as a fully laden dwarf. But I'm sure you're awesome in the bedroom. It's, it's, it's like a little sausage hopping up. <laughs> what were you saying, Griswold? What did you want to do? Is there? Does it look like I can grab onto stuff to climb out of here, or does it look like totally flush wall? Totally flush at this point. Hmm. Unless you could find a way to, to jump up and grab one of the six-inch ledges that your your buddies are still hanging onto as well. Hmm. I mean, the best thing I can do is just try and jump up and grab it. I don't have... Um... Actually, I mean, I have rope, but it just requires someone to be up on top of the uh, on top of the ledge already. Yeah. Well, so, Flint, you're right the... next to the door, by the way. Okay. Um, Hold on a second. Stubby, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to try to get up on the ledge with uh, Flint. Okay, go ahead and make that acrobatics check. 13. 13. You're unable to pull yourself up. You got no upper body strength. What do you, Vag? Come on. Circuit, uh-huh. what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to try to do the same thing. Just try to get up on the ledge. Okay, give it to me. Uh, 10. 10. 
you're in the same predicament that Stubby is in. So Flint, you're up there and you see Griswold below you. Griswold, what did you want to do? Uh, if it looks like Flint has solid footing, I will toss him the end of a rope so that I can use it to uh, climb up. Okay, your back is to the closed door right now, Flint. Okay. Oh. Oh, to the closed door. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was the area that I assumed that you, like when the floor swung down at the uh, at the hinge that's on the door opposite where you came uh-huh. in. I just assumed that you guys all jumped back the way you came. And that, mm-hmm. that was my thought, was that you guys had grabbed hold of the western ledge. And when you pulled yourself up, the door is right in front of you. So, okay. um, If I got a solid footing, I would try to grab the rope that Griswold's trying to throw up. Okay. Go ahead and make a, uh, an acrobatics check or a dex. Make a dex check to grab that, that rope that he tosses oh, okay. up. Rolling a little better today. 13. 13, you grab the rope. All right, can I pull him up with it? Uh, time, or? It's actually your turn, yeah, because Griswold tossed the rope up. So go ahead and make a strength check. this dude up. Yeah. All right, here we go. Doing well, 17? 17. So your, your back's against the wall as you muscle, you know, upper body, delts, traps, everything just coming into, into play as everything's, you're pulling this dude up. Everybody make a perception check. Oh, boy. Oh, wait, that's the wrong wrong one. All right. 19. 19. Sirkin. 19. Griswold. 17. Flint. 21. 21. As you're pulling Griswold up, all of you here this uh, almost like a hydraulic spooling noise just and you notice that the floor is beginning to rise back up into a reset position is fully starting to swing back up so the hinges the hinge of that floor was on the opposite side of the room yes okay so it's we're over here and it's coming up like this right yeah So, Stubby, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to try to pull myself up again um, onto that ledge. Okay. Twelve. Twelve. Still unable to do it. Sirkin. Same thing. Just going to try to pull myself up. Fourteen. Fourteen. You pull yourself up on the ledge, and you see Stubby still having trouble. Griswold, make a strength check to try to expedite your elevation. Okay, so that is um, 18 minus 1, so 17. 17, so you manage to like, <laughs> as you see this thing coming up, you just start pulling yourself up. Flint, make another strength check. All right. Uh, not so hot this time, 5. 5. So he's little help trying to help get you up the rope, but at least he's holding on to it as you're climbing up it. Okay, cool. You see the, the trap door is about halfway up right now. Stubby, what are you going to do? Um, uh, what's the rate that that trap door is coming up? How many feet per second? You figure that, well, it's probably gone within, within 12 seconds, this thing will be closed. It's already gone six seconds. But I'm so if if it's like this, I'm over here, right? Off. Okay, I'm gonna try to time it where um, I jump onto that trap door as it's coming up. Okay, go ahead and make an acrobatics check as you see this thing doing its thing. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Ten. Okay, so you managed to jump onto it. It wasn't that high, anyways, because of the angle. It's just like a slight gray. If you'd got like a five or something, you probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a pachinko game yeah, <laughs> kind of sizzle down so the rest of you watch this thing reset with stubby like splayed out right in the middle of the floor you no longer have that that little six inch ledge 
basically you have your ground again. And a few moments later, you, you hear once again, please close the door before proceeding with the passphrase. We already closed the door. Apparently the passphrase we used was not correct. Yeah. You think we said it wrong or do you think it's just the wrong phrase? I think it's the wrong phrase. Let's not try it in a funny accent or anything. Let's... Oh, damn it. You read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only, I, I look at the group and I'm like, guys, can you think I, the only like passphrase I can think of is what the Raven told us before. Yes. Was that, that, that pain clears the mind and, in fact, it's the only other person we talked to in here was the haunt that kept talking about Baron Sarvo. Yeah. And I don't, I don't remember if. His confession clears the soul, pain clears the mind. And that, that didn't work. That didn't work. But I'm trying to remember if that haunt gave us a word. He kept he kept repeating Baron Sarvo over and over. Baron, Baron Sarvo was the property owner prior, yeah. next before or after uh, Bella Maid. Should we check the other Tula? door? Maybe we can like you know uh, brute force our way through the door. Yeah, <laughs> charge it. Just, yeah, you know, I, at least check it out. We should at least check out that door. I'm with Griswold. Okay. I, I'd like to. I agree with him. We should try the other door. Okay. So, is there is there a uh, um, a lock on that door? There is a handle, but you don't see a lock. And it opens inward or outwards, away from the pit of hell. You don't see any hinges on your side. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to open the door. Okay. It doesn't budge. Hmm. <laughs> Talk to me. Can, can I make a perception on the room and see if there's anything in the room that might not have the phrase, obviously, but anything in this room other than just stone and just maybe looking for like a marking of some kind in there? What are you looking for? Anything that stands out in the room. I mean, if, it, if there's something carved out on the walls, on the floor... Okay, go ahead and make a uh, a perception check or an investigation. Okay, perception was 10. I already rolled it. You want me to make investigation instead? <laughs> Whichever one you feel comfortable doing. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm fine with just perception. 13 is fine. I mean, I don't think I'm going to do that. Okay, anything. from what you could tell from your investigation, you see that everything looks smooth. You don't see any any abnormal anything. Since since we can't quite remember some of the conversations we have, can can I roll a a history check to kind of reach into my memory? Yeah, um, yeah, maybe totally. What, yeah, I was about to ask the same thing. It's gonna roll as well. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Yeah, same here. <sighs> I'll, I'll get my roll last. <laughs> I rolled a, <laughs> I rolled a three. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm suffering from Alzheimer's, clearly. Estevi or Estevi realized you had wrinkles. What do you think, Griswold? I got a fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. You do remember a, a phrase that the haunt had said something about the good baron, but you you gotta try to piece it together. It's so fragmented in your mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, fuck it. Let's close the door and try another one. Everybody, uh, can we tie the rope just in case we fail? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have something to to hold well, on. You can to. hang yourself with. <laughs> well, remember that other door had the the window with the bars in it. We should be able to to tie the rope to the bars in the window. We could also just like. There are ledges that are safe, right? So we could just like sit on yeah, the edge. Stay on the ledges. Yeah. Just sit yeah. on the edge. 
You just hold it out. <laughs> have the trap go off. Yeah. Oh, fuck up. Circuit, have you done anything? Um, I tried to do a history check too, but I got a fifteen as well. Fifteen. You remember that there was something to do with with the good Baron as well, uh, but you you you're having a tough time recalling exactly what the phrase was. Can we like try and piece together the information that we had? I think the only other phrase that that stupid fucking Raven would say was um, he had like two or three, but the only one that the good Baron's the only one that I could think of that was something about willing it. Uh, the good Baron Sarvo wills, wills it. it. Something like that, yeah. I mean, other than that and the confession, we already tried that one. Either we pronounced it wrong, which I don't think <clears throat> we could have gone with that, but let's go with uh, the, the I'm Baron. comfortable leaning against the walls and saying the great Baron Sar Sarvo wills it. The good Baron. Like the good Baron Sarvo wills it. I'll leave you to say it since you know it better than Why? I was the one that fucked it up Please last Please speak the passphrase. You hear the the cycling of of hydraulics <clears throat> and pivots beginning to move again. Alright. Uh, Flint, once again, with confidence, <laughs> praying to his gods that he is guessing this correctly. Uh, the good Baron Sarvo wills it. You hear the, all the mechanizing motions beneath the floor stop, and you hear the door opposite you unlock. And there's your gold doubloon, Flint. <laughs> you, hey, send it back here. I want it. Come on. <laughs> I'll give it to you tomorrow. We're tough guy. Well deserved. <laughs> so you see the door click open, and it opens maybe like four inches at the most. Um, so we're safe. Uh, Flint will just advance towards the door and peek his head through and see what's, what lies ahead. Okay. You see this, uh, <clears throat> this odd shaped octagonal room in front of you. First thing you notice when you, when you poke your head in is you see like a large lever in the wall right next to the door. Probably extends about two feet out. It's in the upwards position. And from what you can, all you can really see is that the room has these odd angles. Um, it looks like it's probably hexagonal, but you can't see because you haven't opened the door all the way. If that makes sense. Like if you yeah, see makes four sense. sides, you can't see the, the other sides. Um, carefully advancing towards the room. Um, I'm actually, I'm probably not really good at this, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Uh, I want to check for traps. Ooh. Just, I mean, just, just because the last room had that trap door. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me see. Investigation. Yeah. Now, where are you investigating? Are, have you entered uh, the room like, completely? Yeah, I'll, I'll go five feet in the room. And okay. Let me describe this room for you as you, as you enter the room, then you see that this, this, uh, it's a blah, 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 blah. This room, as you open the door, is about 30 feet to a side, but it, it's hexagonal shaped. Like each portion of the wall is about 10 feet and then 10 feet, and then obviously the door is behind you. And you see opposite you a 10 foot corridor that leads out of this room. But standing in front of it looks like this, um, this mechanized creation that stands on three legs and has these four mechanical arms that end in different size wrenches. It's got this bulbous head with like a, like a glowing light next to it with a, uh, some kind of a key next to it as it's sitting there just kind of floating. And you see it begin to ricket and start to animate as it sees you enter the room. As it sees you, it, steps five feet into the room and holds its position on its three legs as it tries to to ascertain what you are for a moment and that is what you see entering the room the good baron <laughs> salvo wills it shocker <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, Circuit, right. where are you at in this this group of of trabadours? I think I'm still in the last room. I, I don't think I'm actually walking to the to the door yet. Okay. Has Flynn allowed move like uh, room for other people to? Yeah, enter you've the room you've gone or? five feet into the room. That okay. leaves plenty of room for anybody to go around you. Plus, they could actually move through the square you're occupying. Griswold, what is it you would like to do? Um, I'll move into the room, but I'm going to stay behind Flint. Okay, Stubby. Um, you're I'm, still in the room with with Sirkin at this point. What would you like to do? Yeah, I'm going to try to sneak into the to the room with this three legged tripod thing. Okay, make a stealth check for me. Are you trying to avoid its detection? I am. Okay, go ahead and make a stealth check for me. Uh, twelve. Twelve. You think maybe you're stealthy enough? <laughs> <laughs> You see it scan the visitors that it can detect. And in this oscillating robot voice, it's all, you know, please present the crest for passage. Do we have a crest? I think, I think we have a present the crest for passage. And it moves another five feet into the middle of the room. Didn't we take something from the Raven's room? Yeah. I think we took the crust from the Raven's room. I don't know who has it. I'm going to assume Flint has it again. <laughs> <laughs> we gave him the key, and then we also gave him the crest. Flint, you can handle it. That must have been a Woodford night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to disagree with that. Because I, I know, know where the crust was, and I don't think anybody took the crust. The crust was sitting on top of the mantle, and it was high above. Was it? No, the raven was sitting on top of oh, the crest. So the, yeah. Yep. The raven was sitting on top of the crest, and I don't think anyone grabbed the crest. All I don't right. think anyone thought about it. This thing is, is what I've determined. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to have any parchment. Maybe I could draw this thing out. Hey, fuckers. <laughs> where's the crest? Does anybody have any clay we can fashion? <laughs> Does anyone you see its arms start to, like, turn spiraling and you see the wrenches begin to expand and contract on each one of its four arms its three legs bring it another five feet into the room which basically puts it right in the middle of the room this would have been a great time for minor illusion but last where is the last for passage Circuit, you're still in the room with the trap floor. You see the three amigos in front of you. Ole. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, at this point, I'm just going to join everyone else in the room. Kind of just like see, I kind of like hear in the background what's making that noise. Kind of just want to like walk into the room and see like, what the hell is that? Circuit, you don't have the crest, do you? <laughs> a fool's errand. <laughs> Griswold. Uh-huh. What are you gonna do? Um get behind Flint. <laughs> and roll some initiative. <laughs> <laughs> you remember this fucker, don't you? Not satisfied with any of your answers. You see it take a stance as we roll for initiative. The crest is within our hearts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no item you shall possess. Well, I guess there's going to be no battle tonight. I can't find my pen. Here it is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Flint, what do you got? Zero. I rolled in that one. Ooh, oh my god. Now, uh, circuit. 12. Griswold. 16. Stubby. 13. 13. Give me half a moment here. So Griswold, you see that everything that you guys have tried to do to placate this mechanized elemental into whatever the fuck this thing is, has not worked. In fact, it's, it's, if, it, if you can detect an aggressive posture, it has assumed it. What would you like to do? All right. Well, um, 
because I'm no good to anyone dead, I'm going to use my bonus action for healing ward on myself. <laughs> Spoken like a true uh, companion. Uh, well, you know, I haven't used this on myself yet. Uh, <laughs> well, Stabby's going to need it pretty soon. <laughs> well, I've used it on him like three times, so, you know, I think Stabby should understand. <laughs> um, well, you never give a thirsty dog water. You know why now, right? <laughs> all right, I rolled a three, so I heal six hit points. Um, and then my main action is I am going to use um, Thorn Whip to whip this thing. Okay. Uh, that is not good. That is a um, 10. 10. So you see, it must be a, an, an action of intensity to try to get its attention as you whip beside it and fail to make contact. Stabi. Uh, on the ground floor. I still have that, that you know what, I'm not going to try to get fancy at this point. Um, I'm going to go ahead and try to... Um, I'm going to shoot it with my short bow. Okay. Uh, 24. 24 will hit. Good shot. Okay. And I do four points of piercing damage. Okay. And then I'm going to um, execute my cunning action and try to hide. Okay. Make that roll. Uh, stealth check. 20. 20. It doesn't seem to know where you are. Sirkin. Um, I'd like to cast Hunter's Mark on this uh, mechanized creature. Okay. And then a bonus action, I'd like to try to attack it with my short sword. Okay. So you close the distance, preparing to attack. Ooh, that's a hard 20. Yeah, yeah. hard yeah. 20. Good yes. job, Sirkin. That is what? 14 points of damage. Okay. You see this uh, this needle come out and like pierce the back of its bulb. You see the light within its, its appendage grow a little bit brighter. It has two targets that are distant from it. One, two for Flint, four, five for Griswold. Flint, you see it raise one of its appendage and launch this mesh thing out at you for a 15. I think 15 will hit. Okay, you see this net envelop you and you now are grappled. Griswold and Sirkin, actually Sirkin, you're closer to him. He will raise up one of its wrench hands and bring it down on you for a 23 to hit. Yep. For six points of damage as this thing comes down and clubs you on the head. Flint, right now you're currently grappled. Let me explain. I was just looking it up. (laughs) Uh, Your speed becomes zero. The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. Good luck with that. Uh, the condition also ends if an effect removes the grappled creature from reach. It doesn't say that anything else about like... Uh, yeah, such as creatures hurled away from Thunder Wave spell. Yeah. But it doesn't say you have a disadvantage or anything. So I think you you just can't move anywhere. Yeah, so I'm pretty much hog, hog-tied in a way. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to need hmm. a strength check to break that bitch free. All right. Let me see. My hands are tied. Verbal cinematic. Hmm. I guess I'll try to make the. Uh, I'm gonna say my head can't make too much movement, so I can't do a perception check on the lever. But even then, uh, I'm just gonna do the strength check then, if it's my turn. Okay, go ahead and make your strength check. Try to break free of this. <laughs> All right, that was decent. 19. 19, you managed to break free of this of this net, possibly just an old-ass net. Griswold. Actually, you uh, can move if you still want to, Flint. Um, move anywhere? Am I still by the lever? 
You're 10 feet away from him and about 10 feet away from the lever. Yes. Okay, I want to move uh, at least five feet back closer to the lever. And so I put you I wanted... five feet away from the lever then? Yes. Okay. And then I actually want to make a perception in, or uh, perception or investigation to see if I could kind of figure out what this might control. I mean, okay. I don't want to pull it just because we are in the middle of the room. You'll pull it later tonight. Go ahead and give it, make your perception check. All right, perception. 14. 14. You think it might control something mechanical, but you're not certain what it controls. I don't you're want to pull bag. it. Bag. I know. <laughs> yeah, just pull it. All right. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> Stubby. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and, and because uh, I'm stealth, I should be able to get a sneak attack on this. I, I'm going to attack first with my short bow again. Well, it's been attacked already, but because Sirkin's right next to it, you should still get it. I didn't catch that. I said it's already been attacked, but because one of your allies is next to it, that will be Yeah, I should get sneak attack anyway. Yeah, okay. So from my stealthy position, uh, first I'd like to attack from behind the creature. So I'd like to move behind it. Okay, so you're going to go all the way around it? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go around it, and then I'm going to attack it with my short bow. Okay. So you're still going to remain 10 feet away then? Yes, I'm going to keep my 10-foot radius, but I'm going to move behind it. Okay. And I rolled a 20. 20 is going to hit. Okay. And I'm going to do eight points of piercing damage. Okay. And then I'm going to also sneak attack, which is another 1d6. Right. That's one point. I need my glasses. I can't see what's going on. Circuit, what are you going to do? I'm just going to try to attack it again with my short sword since I ran ran into it. Uh, 17. 17 will hit. Okay. Where was that? Eight points of damage. Eight points. You see this thing come out of its back and pierce it, and it begins to become slightly invigorated, not by much. Just to be. I think we skipped my turn. I only, oh, shit. Did I we? Only oh, one. you're at the top of the list. Sorry about that, Griswold. Gotta oh, speak okay. up. Let me just get a thorn whip in there. Hopefully, it hits. Okay. It's not easy to move on. Uh, actually, that will probably hit. So that is um, uh, 21 to hit. 21 is going to hit. And six points of uh, piercing damage from the thorn whip. Okay. So that thing comes out, stabs it in the back of its orb socket, which looks like some kind of a, an appendage of a head. You see the light within begin to get a little bit brighter. And it has four people it can attack. Stubby, it turns towards you fires out this net at you as well for 21 you are now grappled as well three other people it has flint you're too far away so let's figure somebody else out here Sirkin it attacks you with another wrench 16 For seven points of damage. Flint. All right. Um, assessing the battleground. How is Sirkin uh, looking? You looking pretty wounded? Yeah, I'm down to this... <laughs> He's looking tight. <laughs> All right. In that case, um, shoot. The only thing I can do to help him. I am going to actually use my channel divinity and I will give Sirkin out of my pool. I'll grant him uh, half a hit points. <laughs> One peso of point. hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Cinco pesos. Uh, I'll give him nine points of healing Damn. as I sit in the back praying. 
Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. Griswold. You've done so well with the storm whip. <laughs> did you want to move, Flint? Um, sorry, hold on a second. Flint, did you want to move anywhere? Um, I can move another 10 feet closer to the, the battle. I mean, that still leaves me, what, 10 feet from the guy? I was like about 15 feet away. You were originally 15, uh, 10 feet away from him. Then you moved five feet towards the thing. So you're 15 feet away from him right now. All right, I want to move into, into battle, so I'll move the five, the okay. 10, to get right up on his grill. Okay. Griswold. All right. Um, burn whip again. Uh, let's see here. 20 to hit. 20's going to hit. Five points of piercing damage. Griswold, describe for me how you take this mechanized creature offline. Wow. Uh, how am I going to do that with a thorn whip? Uh, I guess... The <laughs> do you have this awesome thing that you don't even think about how you're going to use it? No, I'm going to... Uh, the That last attack with a thorn whip is going to, like, uh, wrap around, uh, you know, the bulk of the body and the, the thorns are going to, like, pierce through um, whatever it's... Uh, outer casing is is it like rips up whatever uh, runs the thing kind of yeah you see all this fire. viscous dark viscous fluid eke out of its torso like um, body and just ooze onto the floor you see sparks shower rain down on this oily substance and actually begin to ignite and you see this thing just begin to short out as the flames eventually take it over and then die out and you see it just kind of limper down the the light that was illuminated within this orb uh socket of a head just goes out slowly starts to fade and goes out you made it squirt Griswold uh, my whip has a tendency to do things like that Stubby you are still locked up by the way okay um I'm going to say little help over here. <laughs> little help for the little guy. <laughs> See if uh, can one of you guys cut me free of these uh, bonds, please. Yeah, I'll give him a shot with my show sword. <laughs> roll that one. <laughs> Your attack rolling? Can't you just like skip? <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> Yeah. All right, stay still. <laughs> Like, try to Zorro your way out of it? <laughs> you want me to roll her? What are you doing? Are you gonna, you actually gonna I'm use the sword to, on it? Yeah, I'm trying to cut. Yeah, you gotta make a strength check still, so. Strength. Okay. <clears throat> Hard 20. <laughs> 11. 11. You managed to uh, nick this net, but it's not enough to break him free. I'm weak. I'm weak as hell, man. So <laughs> I'm asking for help. Uh, shoot, the only thing I don't it's know. To be, you I, could try. I could. I'm gonna. You know what? I want to see how try. these guys. You know, I'm gonna give my compatriots an opportunity here. I got oh, a okay. knife. I'm gonna try and help cut them loose. Okay, go for it. What do you just want me to roll strength or something? Is that what you said? Uh, I guess if you're gonna use a knife, use a a, a dex check on it. They're both the same for me, actually. Uh, let's see here. Oh, 17. 17. You managed to split this net up and free him. I was going to say, at, at worst case, you could just carry him with you. He's already gift wrapped. Yeah. A little easier on him. Yeah. A little easier to control this guy. So you see that this thing is done, spent, oil. Fire, ash, everything. Stubby is free. You came through the doorway in the western wall next to a big, large lever, and you see there's a corridor in the eastern wall, still 10 feet, 10 feet wide. Looks like it goes down about 10 feet and then goes to the north. Uh, now that we actually are out of combat, is there any... Um forget what you called it not a not a like a channel or something on the on the ceiling for like how we saw in the other room no you don't see lever. that at, at all okay 
that that had gone from where you originally saw it towards the west. Yeah, but the other lever we pulled it 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 went through that channel. So I was just curious if this had like a similar function as the other one. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. You don't see anything in the ceiling in this area that okay. would resemble what that other lever did. Can I uh, rummage through the remnants of this robotic entity and see if there's any items that are worth taking? Sure. Or anything of value, perhaps? Yeah, go ahead uh, and make a perception check on the... On, on the, the value part? Yeah, on the scrap of this thing. 14. 14. All you see are like uh, wrenches. They almost look like modern-day crescent wrenches, adjustable crescent wrenches that are hydraulically controlled from at the end of each appendage and there's four of them so they basically just open and close uh there was a tube on one of its arms that you surmised is where the the nets came from which are completely depleted at this point it only had two and other than that it just looked like it stood sentry and probably did uh maintenance <clears throat> unclogging toilets and shit like that uh, any um, the orb the the head that kind of was an orb that had light can I investigate that a little more to see if there might be of uh, anything of more value in of that light source yeah it's totally out at this point but go ahead uh, uh, investigation or yeah I just want to make another investigation check that is a non-natural 20 yeah so as you look inside, you see that there are wire filaments in, and there are probably about 10 of them. And in modern age standard, it's probably like a giant bulb. And as, as it was self-healing, each one of those filaments would light up, kind of like an indication of, of how much charge it had in whatever capacitor it used inside of its body before Mr. Thornwhip took the shit out of it. Okay. Um, I'd like to try to cut out the the wiring, the filament, the you know, oh. maybe try to sell it later. Okay. Just it's behind Take the glass. Take out the bulb. copper out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, it might have a catalytic converter. Why don't you cut that fucker out? Too? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's all straight pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm gonna just take that copper out of it. Okay. It takes you about 20 minutes to finally get in there and, and get like about 200 feet of <laughs> copper like wire, 12 gauge <laughs> copper wire. <laughs> what would you like to do? Um, you said there was another door on the, the, as we go east through this room. No, I said there's a corridor or a corridor, another 10 foot wide corridor that goes east for about uh, 15 feet and then turns to the north. Okay. Um, I consult with the group and, and ask them first, hey, we haven't done anything with that lever. What do you guys think about uh, yanking on that bad boy? What are we yanking on? <laughs> <laughs> Flint hard lever. <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. Uh, would you guys be opposed to pulling this lever? <laughs> <Ba -dum -bunch. laughs> do it. No? Okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to yank on that lever. I'm going to okay. stand far away from this room. Surprisingly, for who knows how long this thing has been um, left alone. But it, it's very smooth, like it's well-oiled. As you pull it down, you notice that in the room that you had just left, that 10-foot by 10-foot room, the floor buckles down and collapses down again. And then the lever pulls out of your hands and resets up to the upward position. After about 30 seconds or so, you see the floor begin to rise up again and seal itself back into the, you know, flush with the floor once again. Okay. See, I'm glad I didn't push that lever. <laughs> Gris not Griswold, uh, Sirkin would have been down there with the machine. <laughs> yeah, he would have. I, I was hoping no one would move towards the center because I was like, maybe I'll push something. Maybe the whole like... No, no, it's not the center of the room you're in. It's that little 10 yeah. by 10 square that you guys jumped oh, from. Yeah, okay. it was so that area jumped. right there. Mm. Yeah, it, that was a lever that controlled that floor. So none of the disformed walls did anything, huh? No. No. Oh, 
Okay. I, I look at the rest of the, the group and say, well, we know what that lever does now. Would you guys want to, uh, you know, continue to move on through the room and down the corridor? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd like to, um, I, I motion to the group. Um, I'm going to just scout ahead. Um, I'd like to uh, make a stealth check and do this kind of hidden. Um, World a 19. So 19? I want to... I want to progress down a little bit and see if I can get kind of an idea of what the room is. <laughs> okay, you creep along. A leaf on the wind makes more noise. You get to the end of the, the corridor and you know it turns to the north. Peak to the north and you see that the corridor goes for about 20 feet, still 10 feet wide, goes for 20 feet and it ends at another iron door. Okay. I go back to the group and tell them that uh, it looks clear up to this point, but there's another door down at the end of a corridor. Any locks on the door, to be? Um, I don't know. I didn't look that close. I was so excited to tell you guys that it looked clear and that we have another, what's behind door number one? <laughs> <laughs> well, DM, tell him what he's got. <laughs> <laughs> The door appears to be locked. Oh my god. Um, the key that we used before, can we try using that again? You can. You certainly uh, can. Next okay. session. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As long as we can try and use it. You can always try to use that next session. A skeleton key, it opens everything. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. key. Well, there was actually, a, it was a ring of keys that you got. It wasn't a single key. Oh, okay. Perfect. I like to go with the master key. One key. One key. It's one key. It's this to big. open all. Take <laughs> <laughs> the key. Open the unlock the door. I am the key master. Oh. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us that five-star review. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com. And be sure to check out the galleries. we got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.